Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. The Lord is my shepherd, the 23rd Psalm. You might have guessed we're going to talk about that today on the Christian Car Guys show. And the question is, are you shepherding your car? Yeah, that's an interesting question. You're saying, Robbie, you're crazy. Well, if you look at ChristianCarGuy.com, I really am. I, I spent, Maybe just a little bit. Just I a little created bit. <laughs> a picture of these Lamborghinis <laughs> in a green field with a shepherd there. So the question today is, are you shepherding your Lamborghini? Are you shepherding your car? And see, I started this book, um, this actually this week, by uh, Dallas Willard. It's called A Life Without Lack, Living in the Fullness of the 23rd Psalm. And, and as I began to read it, the first thing it told me to do is to memorize the 23rd Psalm, and before you read any part of the book, you were supposed to uh, meditate on what you'd memorized, you know, for 15 minutes. And so I thought, well, I got the 23rd Psalm memorized. And I pulled out my journal and I wrote it out what I thought the 23rd Psalm was by my memory. And come to find out, <laughs> when I laid up the 23rd Psalm next to what I had written, I came quickly to the conclusion that I didn't quite have it memorized. In fact, I left out two critical lines, two lines that, you know, clearly said, wow, um, Robbie, you need to think what you're actually meditating on when it comes to the 23rd Psalm. So I'm going to read to you what I wrote in my journal and see if you could take it this opportunity to call in at 866-348-7884 and tell me what I left out because it may be critical in your life too. So I'm going to read what I wrote. See if you can pick out what lines. There are two lines that I missed. And you can call us at 866-348-7884 and share what you think I missed. We're going to talk a lot about the 23rd Psalm, so you can talk about what that means to you. But here it goes. This is what I wrote. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, <laughs> what did I leave out? 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. We're actually going to get to what that means here near the end of the show. But 
So what is your favorite line of the 23rd Psalm? What's your story that you think about when you think of the 23rd Psalm or something that was really meaningful for you as you understood some aspect of it? And we would love to hear that too at 866-348-7884. But we also want, we want to take you through the Psalm <laughs> with the car tips that David, David never knew he was making. <laughs> <laughs> But the principles are clearly, I mean, they're clearly kingdom, kingdom principles. But also today, we have two VIP tickets. I have them right in front of me to an overnight stay at Red Roof Inn. Jerry, when you look at these, well, I'm going to get them here in a second. Here they say, this special pass entitles you to one free night at any Red Roof nationwide, which, by the way, there's 500 of them. The pass is non-negotiable, has no cash value. But all you have to do is present this pass at the front desk when you register and your whole family one night at the Red Roof Inn. We're going to give away two of those for the people that went to our Facebook page we talked about, which, by the way, a new contest started this morning. So if you didn't get in on the one we're going to give away today that closed yesterday, there's one there today that you can enter. And all you have to do is give us the name of your car and how many miles are on it, and you could be eligible. But we're going to actually... Draw the names here at the third segment right at the bottom of the hour, and you'll be able to see, you know, who won those trips this Somebody week. Somebody registers today. When were they? The next Saturday. Date? Next Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to oh. be out actually next Saturday. We're going to be at the car show at Calvary West in uh, advance. Um, it's going to be huge. June the 2nd, we're going to be live out there. So we're looking forward to that, and we'll be giving away two trips out there. All you have to do is register this week at our Facebook page, or you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and, and register there as well. So we'll also have an update today on the Jesus Labor Love, the single moms, widows, and families in crisis that uh, through the ministry here, the Christian Car Guy Show, we get a chance to interact with a lot of folks out there that are helping them, as well as you, who donate and pray for them. And, and I've just been thinking about this verse. James Gavison 127, it says, Pure and genuine religion is this, in the sight of God, the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. And so we, I just feel more and more compelled as, as this ministry grows. <laughs> and it, it, there's a lot of people doing all sorts of things all over the country with it now every single day that I, that I can't help but think that I've got to share more of that on the show of what we see happening there. And so we're going to bring you up to date on that. Of course, you can find out about all these things at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's our website where we have all about the Jesus labor love and, of course, how you can register to win this trip and even a full-length description if you can't listen to the entire show today, which may break your heart. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast will be there later today. But there's a whole article where I wrote out everything that I had to say about the 23rd Psalm. But, of course, I bet you got a lot to say about the 23rd Psalm and shepherding. And so it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as, of course, Christian Car Guy Theater, which is coming up in a couple weeks, Jailhouse Justice Part 4. So getting on with where we're going here, Life Without Lack by Dallas Willard, you know, it just kind of blew me away because he jumped out and he said... Hungry sheep would never lie down in a green pasture. And thirsty sheep would never walk by still waters. 
And, and that's, that's a life without lack when you think about it. And if you ever tried to walk a thirsty dog, <laughs> if he saw some water ahead or river or whatever, you ain't walking that. You know, he's, he's headed. Or have you ever tried to ride a hungry horse? <laughs> when they find the grass, well, you know, maybe that's just, you know, I've never actually owned a horse, but I know what it's like to go horseback riding and they decide that they're going to eat. There's not a whole lot you're going to do, is there, Jerry? <laughs> no. No, they're, they're going to eat. They're not going to lie down. They're, they're not going to go where you want them to go. Well, unfortunately, when you think about it, your car can't do that. It, <laughs> it can't go over to the water and it can't, you know, eat the well, grass. Well, sometimes it can <laughs> completely stop. So I, I know you're going to think, Robbie, are you really going to take the 23rd Psalm and, and compare it to cars? Well, yes, I am, but I, there's a method to my madness. So because I think that kingdom living is amazingly demonstrated in the 23rd Psalm. See, here you can see and feel what it's like to be guided and cared for and nurtured perfectly, as Jesus is the great shepherd. I mean, he's going to do it perfectly. So what does that look like? And since we're being initiated, we really are, and being kings and shepherds ourselves, how can we apply these principles to our loved ones, our jobs, and yes, even our cars? And I'm just saying, you probably anoint yours with oil. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should. <laughs> well, to bring this close and personal, the question then, is your car, just take the first line, is your car in want? Is your family in want? Are your employees in want? Which falls right in line with what John Eldridge talks about in the stages of Masculine Journey. He says that the way to know how well a king is doing is by how it feels to be one of his subjects. So let's, let's dive into that with our cars, and I'm sure along the way you may see some other applications. I'm hoping you'll see a lot more applications to life than just what this has to do about cars. But the very first line, as we talked about already, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Are you shocked, Jerry, that nobody called in that knew what lines I, I, I left I, out? I am. I really I thought we'd have somebody already pulling up their app and saying, oh, I know exactly what it is and looking. <laughs> so call when you... Don't don't just sit on it. Well, I, Give us a I call. did this at a devotion in a retirement home, and and I read that twenty third psalm just like that. And the very second that I missed one line, this lady goes, "You left out." <laughs> I mean, these folks they know. They're Give us a call and say you left out. Go ahead. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not be in want. What is that going to do? We're finding out here in a minute. In the 23rd Psalm, lay me down in greener pastures, right beside the quiet waters, through the valley of the shadow, restore my soul. Comparing the 23rd Psalm to how you shepherd your car today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we're ready to get into that, but I'd read the 23rd Psalm and how I thought I'd memorized it today, and I asked if anybody knew what I'd left out. Apparently, we have some takers on that. We have Al is in Winston-Salem. Al, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Oh, good morning. What were you thinking? Oh, I I, I didn't hear, uh, he restores my soul and my cup runneth over. Now, if you said it, I missed it. 
Well, you are absolutely right about the he restores my soul. <laughs> the cup runneth over is not the second line, but maybe Dennis and Mount Holly has that. But isn't that telling? When well, it, you know, it's interesting. I I thought about it and I thought, well, I didn't have a I didn't have a Bible or a New Testament in front of me. But I, as you were reading it, I was thinking, well, how would I do that? And uh, anyway, it is interesting. It is. It is. And I was like. Wow, Jesus, the one, the line that really is critical, he restores my soul. I, I'd left it out of the, of, of what I, so I could see I have some learning to do immediately. <laughs> well, like, obviously I do too, because I got one of them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless you, Al. Thank you for calling in and sharing today. You too, brother. You take care. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks for calling. Okay. We Bye. have, uh, Dennis is in Mount Holly, North Carolina, I believe, Dennis, is that where you are in North Carolina? Um, yes, sir. Well, so good for you to call in. Did you know the second line I left out? I don't know. I was thinking I, I wasn't half paying attention or whatever, but, I mean, I had Joan. But anyway, long story short, I thought you said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, but that ain't it. Yeah, I, you're you're very close, Dennis, because yeah. I did say that. But what I didn't say right after that yeah. was, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. <laughs> oh, because you're with me. Oh, my goodness. I put the rod and the staff, they comfort me. But I, I left the you are with me part out. I, re, I left out the you restore you're my You're feeling pretty good for yourself. Right? You didn't need anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, how many times do I try walking through the valley of the shadow of death without him? Um, yeah, it's true. it's a sad commentary on on things, isn't it, Dennis? <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for calling in today. God bless you. I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Thank bye -bye. you. Well, they did good. They kind of sensed it, and that, and, right. and the ladies in the retirement home. I mean, they jumped on it like white on rice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you know, it's 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 pretty cool. But as we go through these, uh, Jerry, feel free to jump in here. Um, <laughs> you know, but the first one is, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And, you know, what does it have to say about your car? So can your car say that about you, right? Yeah, you know, and, and the thing is, when you say, say that sort of what, what God does for us is, you know, he's going to give us the things that we need. Maybe not as much of, well, we need to be able to, know what we need and what we want there's a difference there with our cars i think it's there's certain things that our car has to have and there's many of them on the side of the road and we tow a lot of them in every week and there's a lot of them sitting in junkyards and repair facilities because we don't give them what they need right they may want some stuff but the interesting thing is the way that that is lined up is if the lord is my shepherd i shall not want because I'll be wanting the things that he'll clearly want to give me if I'm, and, and, and similarly with your car, but I don't know if you knew this, but <laughs> sheep, they whine. I mean, they make a lot of uh, uh, and all that stuff when they have an issue. <laughs> and your car is making those sounds at you right now. Uh, every time you step on the brakes or, you know, when you go around a curve at certain way, you know, they, they whine and they whistle and they pop and they, they make all kinds of noise to let you know. And so, you may notice that I quite often in my intro use that little nippet in the bud from Barney um, Mayberry because it's so true that your car doesn't need to be in want. It, those, it's making those noises for a reason. Crying out. 
And if you nip it in the bud, it makes a gigantic difference in, you know, how much you're going to end up paying for that or, or, or the long life of your car. Robbie, when you was in the 100% in the automotive industry, how many times has somebody come in and how many times have we towed a car in or talked to someone who, well, I don't know where this came from. And you start asking questions and, well, it, now every time I hit the brakes, it was making a, a noise <laughs> and over, yeah. you know, it started getting a lot worse or the, yeah, the transmission was jumping when I put it in gear. And, and, and think about that shepherd. He's out there with a stinky sheep. Now there's a problem right? Because they're not supposed to stink. I've been around sheep and, and, you know, they have a sheep smell. It's a sheep smell, but they have another (laughs) one when they're not doing well. And so much, same with with your car. You smell antifreeze, there's a reason. You smell fuel, there's a reason. So it's not just what you hear, it's what you see and it's what you smell. All those things are going on when you're a good shepherd in your car. So line two, he makes me lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters, which, you know, that's just some amazing stuff right there. Now, I know I'm stretching it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering where we're going with that one. <laughs> you see, sheep run on good grass. They do. And your car runs on grass that's been distilled over the ages <laughs> and sulfurized and everything else. We're digging deep here. <laughs> but also if it runs on ethanol, which is distilled right from corn that came out of the field, that's kind of grass that's not been all that long. But anyway, the point is that your car runs on the right fuel and and getting the right kind of fuel is critical to how long your car lasts if you run on the wrong fuel if if you're not putting the right stuff in it you know this is this is a big deal and and you may not (laughs) you may know or maybe don't know in, in the shepherds um look at the 23rd psalm he tells you that sheep won't drink from fast moving water you know, because they think they're going to drown. It's violent water. They won't drink from that. And that's why the shepherd says he's walks them by still waters because they, they will drink from still water. Well, when you compare that to your car, <laughs> you see, your vehicle is in no means isolated from your violent driving habits. Okay? So, you know... It prefers that peaceful, easy feeling that the, that the eagles used to sing about. <laughs> <laughs> and so leading it beside still waters, you know, has to do with actually, you know, our own driving style. And how much longer will your car be how much f- more fruitful? Of course, we got more than that. We're going to give away these overnight stays to Red Roof Inns when we come back for this week. And we got all sorts of interesting stuff coming up on a Christian Car Guy. Comparing the 23rd Psalm to how we shepherd our cars today on the Christian Car Guys show. We're having a lot of fun with this. Uh, but I've got to get to this drawing, right? Some people are wondering, did I win the overnight stay at Red Roof Inn, Jerry? They're on the edge of their seat. They're wanting to know. So is the time? And so is actually, it time yet, Dad? Is it time? It's time. It's oh, we're time. there yet, Dad? So we're, we actually, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're streaming live on Facebook. If you go to Christian Car Guy, Jesus Labor Love on Facebook. 
um, you'll see that we're actually you could actually watch the drawing to make sure that this is legitimate. But it's kind of cool on this Facebook app because this is done through Facebook. Uh, you can actually draw the names right through the app on Facebook, which we're going to do on the air right now. So all I have to do is hit this little button, and it says make the draw, and it says, okay, winner number one was a Ram pickup truck <laughs> with 178,000 miles on it, and the owner, his name is Larry Robbins. So Larry Robbins, you're a winner. We're going to send you out the information, and we're going to get this certificate to you, which, again, these are you just take them to the Red Roof Inn. You don't have to make reservations. There's no blackout dates or anything like that. You just take it and go here. I'm, I'm ready to stay. And, and you've got it. It's a VIP certificate. If you're watching on Facebook, that's what it looks like. And we'll be sending one out to Larry Robbins. And second up, boy, I'm going to try my best. The car's name is Felox. But the reason the car's name is Felox, it has 155,274 miles on it, is his name is... Naduju, I think, N-D-U-G-U, Uamagisha? Well, I'm going to tell you what. If anyone registered and entered and has a name <laughs> close to that, <laughs> you, you may want, be a winner. Well, I've got your email address, <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to get your information. But it's U-W-U-M-U-G-A-I-S-H-A. So, hey, two winners. We're going to give away two more next week at the car show on June 2nd there in at Calvary West. All you have to do, again, is go to the Facebook page. That's where you actually enter into the contest. If sure you go, seems simple. Right. It's Christian Car Guy, Jesus Labor Love. Just put in your car's name and how many miles are on it, and we're going to draw out those names next week. We're going to be doing this through June, so please enjoy that. All right, getting back to I, I don't want to leave out some of what I said there on the second line because, you know, he makes me lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. You know, I was really thinking about this, that my driving habits at times, um, not only is my car <laughs> being hurt by my aggressive behavior, but my family that's in the car with me or anybody that's around me, you know, this is not the still waters. This isn't the peaceful, easy feeling that what it's like to be in the kingdom of heaven, right? You know, I think we've all rode with someone that we just, I mean, just, just the thought of getting in the passenger seat or the back seat of the automobile just puts a cold chill down our back where we know this isn't going to be a good experience. It doesn't matter if we're just going down the block or miles away. It's just never a good experience. Yeah, because they get mad and they, it's, 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 it's tough to do. So, verse 3, he restores my soul as I left out. And he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, the only way a soul gets restored is if it gets in alignment with God, right? And as people see the resulting fruit and good works, they praise your Father in heaven. So they kind of go together. Yes, he restores my soul, which then guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. It, it, it's... And so alignment is God with something you and your car do together. I know you're saying, Robbie, what are you talking? Well, it, it works for all over the kingdom, but here we go. You see, compared to the guy who was road raging a little while ago, but if you're in that situation where your stores, where your soul is restored and you're restoring your car soul, you let the other car in. You, you do things that people go, that was a nice guy right there. But you also do stewardship of 
when in, you could use the car for kingdom purposes. Like somebody this week, I can't remember the name, I apologize, but a wonderful listener um, contacted me that they want to um, donate their car. They got another car. They didn't feel like they were getting enough as a trade, so they're just going to donate their car to the Jesus Labor Love. Well, they have no idea, no idea whatsoever how God's name is going to be praised by the recipient of these cars. I mean, it's just, it's mind-boggling. And I know there's other people out there that you can donate cars to, but if you look closely in their website, you'll find out they don't do it in Jesus' name. <laughs> and, and so God may get some praise, but, I mean, we, we, we do everything we can at the Jesus Labor Love with car donations to make sure that the people receiving them know that it's God that's meeting this need. It isn't us, that we're just kind of the middlemen. <laughs> so, you know, how can we use our kingdom... Our, our cars for God. And clearly, a good alignment, I'm just saying, lengthens, lengthens the, your, your tire, suspension life. It gives you better gas mileage. It really gives you more bang for your buck. And if you think about your alignment with God, it's the same thing, right, Jerry? You know, and I, I'm gonna, I may have shared this story at some point. We're talking about using our cars and also representing us and our faith. One Sunday morning, a couple came into church and they... Uh, I was in the back of the, the worship center and they said, I want to ask you who that is sitting up. And they pointed to somebody and I really didn't know their name because I'd seen them at that church. So then they go to tell me, well, I just wanted to know we was coming up Peter's Creek. There was a car behind us that started blowing the horn, <laughs> running up on top of us and finally went around us and then hit the brakes and then sped off. And I said, oh, really? And they said, that's who it was. And they says, we had our kids in the car, and we said, well, at least we're doing the right thing. We're going to church. They ought to be going to church also, but they're probably going. They just threw out some things and said, as they're turning in to our church, one of the kids says, well, Mommy, Daddy, they're going to the same church we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> and so their, their response was, well, at least they, they know God must have told them they needed to come to church and repent for what they're doing. I said, yeah, maybe so. But it's. You know, what the impression that left and stuff is, hey, what we do in our car, you know, especially I, I always cringe when I see somebody driving crazy with a Christian bumper sticker on their car or something or the fish back here because that does represent us. And it's all right. Right. And so you, you got all those. But of course, you know, I got to pull that log out of my eye oh. <laughs> before I go <laughs> looking for the spec. You know, I've got my own, as my family would be quick to tell you, that, you know, God's working on this as a process of sanctification. So getting on to the fourth line, which is just absolutely wonderful. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. <laughs> your rod and your staff, they comfort me. All right. So again, yeah. Just stay with me. I'm going to use cars, but I, <laughs> I'm not just talking about cars. So take a walk in any junkyard you want, and you'll see all the lonely cars. They're abandoned by their once faithful lovers. See, cars need, <laughs> they need your staff. They need your hand on the wheel guiding them to good places. And they need your rod shifting them <laughs> into the right gear <laughs> for the right situation. And cars also have brakes, which, you know, require your care and gentle touch. They protect you 
you, you know, you protect your car actually with all three of those, the brakes and the, the shifter and, and, and the, all those things that you're doing as you're driving that car. You're protecting them not only from um, the people in your car, but you're protecting from someone else running into you. Or maybe, you know, when you look at that, when you're the one leading <laughs> your family or your Sunday school class or your whatever it is, employees w at work, you know, is it about me or is it about the kingdom is where that kind of comes down as. You know, I think just being transparent, if, when, when God is our shepherd and we're in tune with his purpose, then hopefully that reflects to the people that mean the most to us and even those that don't even know us, but as they're looking in, because, yeah, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to have that, that passage where, you know, about the speck and seeing speck in somebody else's eye for the hard to see it for the plank in our own eye. You know, obviously we all live that to some degree, but when we live through Christ, let Christ live through us, hopefully it makes a difference and we're able to reflect that also. So in our relationships with our, with our kids and our families and, and, and our employees and fellow workers, you know, they should be able to see a difference in us. Does that mean that they should see we're not perfect, but they should also see that we're redeemed. You know, if you're like me, you, you get to work first thing in the morning and you're like, what do I do? What's the first thing I need to do? And I'm lining that up myself or do I go to God and say, what's the first? When I know that Jesus told me this is the first thing you do, I'm confident. That's easy. It makes, it makes that task so much, much, much more simple. Okay. We need more calls. We need to hear what you think about the 23rd Psalm, how it applies to your life. We would love to hear it when we get back. 866-348-7884. Third Psalm to how you shepherd your car today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And of course, there's lots of other ap life applications we're hoping you're gleaming from this as well. But there's a lot of opportunities to connect with God right here. And uh, one of the ways that obviously the last line that we just talked about was even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. For a lot of single moms and widows, they're in that valley. And um, it is a rare week. In fact, I don't know that I've had one in a long, long time where I didn't have a single mom or a widow literally crying in desperation of the situation that they were in to take their kid to school or, or the doctor or whatever the situation may be. They just do not know where to go and where to turn. And so your prayers, your donations, your, your, your supporting of the other people that provide help with the Jesus Labor Love make such an impact you just <laughs> you have no idea what it's like when you get to hear the other side of those people that are in that valley and then they realize that god is with them and he's walking with them so you know robbie is so much it, jesus labor of love is so much of the new testament church in acts when you really look back and see that you know that reflects it in so many ways 
and, and I can't tell you how many times that I'll just be talking to a, a part store or somebody that is not necessarily a Christian organization or anything or somebody that signed up. But as soon as they said, oh, this is for, I get this, this is for the Jesus, this is for somebody who's really in need. Here, I'm going to help you out. And they give me a bigger discount and they give me more help or they give it to me for free. It's, it's amazing how many times that God just comes through. And then if you could see the texts that come back, you know, because a lot of these ladies text, they say, God is so good. God came through for me again, you know, and, and then they're giving the glory to God. And it's, it's so amazing. So we had a, a single mom, first ever out of Pofftown, North Carolina, and she needed tires. And so your donations went to helping her get that done in alignment for her. And then we had a single mom who needed a CV joint in Durham. Again, your donations and your help and, and your prayers and all your assistance. The biggest one we had this week was a lady needed a whole axle assembly <clears throat> in Durham. And um, that was one of those places where the parts place stepped up and helped us uh, use parts place. And, um, and, you know, it was just the, the donations and all that came to, to bear. It's, it's unbelievable. And I've, I've never had this before. We had a, a lady in Raleigh with a valve timing sensor. <coughs> Excuse me. Her car wouldn't go over 45 miles an hour. <coughs> and that's what it was. And it wasn't terribly expensive. And again, your donations, your, your help, your prayers all make such a big difference. And then we always have one overheating, you know, which that's always scaring me. We're still in the middle of that one. We can be praying for the lady in Greensboro as we try to discover where it's a water pump, if it's got a cracked head gasket. Um, you know, it's one of those things that, um, you know, it, I, I will always say one thing, and is the fact that, you know what, God calls us to, to, to care for each other and also to show Christ through our actions. And sometimes our actions is, you know, as simple as just, just putting something in prayer and, and making it part of your daily prayer life. And I just encourage people to do that. But also God may be calling you to contribute. If you have, you mentioned this earlier about there's a lot of places to donate cars to, but I can guarantee you there's only one place that I'm aware of, and I'm aware of a lot of them, where you can donate a car and you know that it 100% directly goes to meet a need. It's not we sell the car and then we take part of the proceeds and go into the ministry and the other part pays for other things. It goes 100%. And when you give a dollar or 50 cent or $5 or $500 or whatever it may be, 100% goes into meeting needs. And not to just meet needs, but to do it and also to share Jesus Christ. Yeah, we have no staff. Yeah. We, it's all volunteer. Every single penny goes right to that very thing. Even our accountant, our attorney all um, donate their time. So getting on to you prepare it to Psalms 23, 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. You see, getting to know your car's enemies and how to combat them is a big part of car shepherding. Right? Your car's enemies are overheating. We just talked about that. Metal fatigue, friction, dry rot, rust, sun. They're all just a few of your car's enemies. And all that you do, and I hope you're gleaning from this where I'm really going, getting to know your family's enemies, getting to know your, your employees' enemies or, or people that are, in, you know, are under your care. Get to know them and figure out how, with God's help, to get in alignment to come against that. So... You know, certainly every car is dying to get anointed <laughs> with a good wax job, right, Jerry? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, and the picture of the Holy Spirit coming down on Jesus' head and the Father saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. You know, just imagine that feeling of what it would be like to be under that kind of care, whether that's your car, your family, wherever, and, and you begin to see what it is that David is sharing with us here, that you end up with it feeling like heaven, and that's the point, is are we making our kingdom like heaven? It, not that we want to supersede heaven. We want to end up in heaven, obviously, but just for the people around us so that they can see our Father and give him the glory. That's the deal. Your cup will overflow when all that takes place. So this, this last line, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If, and I love the book. I think everybody ought to read it. It's a shepherd's guide to the 23rd Psalm. It's not the one I'm talking about now that I'm reading. I haven't got through this one yet. But he talked about that sheep are the animals with the golden hoofs. And that if they're shepherded well, <clears throat> they will take a piece of useless land and turn it into a green pasture because of the way they feed. They don't chop the grass too short if they're not starving to death. And, they, and they're, you know, byproducts. They help fertilize it. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you've got a really green pasture. And so you right remember in the Song of Solomon that the lady's trying to find Christ and, he's, and, the, and the people in attendance tell her, follow the tracks of the sheep. Why? Because it's green all the way up there. <clears throat> you see this green path that's leading to the shepherd? A and see, if your life and your car's life is like that, it will lead, you know, if you shepherd your car properly and you use it for kingdom purposes and you use it in alignment with God, it will literally create this green, lush place for other people to feed on as they head off into dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. And it shows them through the path of the sheep. Now, years ago, I had a friend who was dying. His, his name was Johnny Hendricks. And his wife didn't want the doctors to tell him that he was going to die in the next 24, 48 hours. They wanted me to tell him because he knew I loved him and, and that it would probably come better for me. But when I was told all of a sudden, you've got to go tell your good friend here, and he was a really good friend, very close friend, that he only has about 24, 48 hours to live, you can imagine being tasked with that. And so I did the only thing I knew to do, which is go into prayer. And I went in a little chapel there in the hospital, and I just began to pray, God, what do I share? And see, I had been there to some extent when, you know, I had my brain um, abscess. They gave me 48 hours to live, and I can remember what that felt like. Like, what was it all worth? What was all worthwhile? But immediately God told me, share the end of the 23rd Psalm that your life meant all the grass, all the, all the, the good works that you did are so that other people can follow the paths of the sheep. That's, that's the picture. And that's what we all have an opportunity to do if we get under the care of the good shepherd as we are under shepherds. So thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show. By all means, go to Facebook, Christian Car Guy, Jesus Labor Love, and register to win for that vacation or check out what's going on with the Jesus Labor Love and help pray for us. So thank you again for listening. Thank you, Jerry. Oh, thank you. And remember this week, hey, Slow show down. Jesus Christ, too. Yeah. <laughs> and now you get to go, Robbie. <laughs> Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. <laughs>